Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Kinetic Life Podcast, brought to you by Kinetic Renew. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your way to your dreams, your goals, and your success. We'll be fueling that with key information on topics like health, science, tech, and lifestyle, coated with a few laughs along the way. In this episode, fecal transplants. It's exactly what you think it means. Global sperm counts dropping. This is Impotent News. Coming to a theater near you. Fortified super popcorn. Plus a few helpful tips and tricks to help you on your journey. And now we begin. Here's Michael Chalavutis and Dr. Mark Hertzberg. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Kinetic Life Podcast. I am your host, Mike Chalavutis, and I'm here with my good friend and compatriot, Dr. Mark Hertzberg. That would be me. That would be you. And I'm here too. And the reason I'm here is I feel it's about time that we have something interesting to talk about again. To be honest, people, the only reason he's here is he found his way back in. We keep changing the locks. We're not really sure, but he just lingers in. As long as you keep that basket of candy bars up front like it's Halloween the whole year, I will find my way back. Mm, at least now I know how. You know what? I'm going to move the the basket of candy down the street. Maybe you'll linger around there. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's wrong with that? As long as the candy's there, nothing else matters. The Kinetic Life Podcast is sponsored by Kinetic Renew. Kinetic Renew is a four-ounce shot of all-natural ingredients that deliver some amazing benefits, like improved mental clarity, long- and short-term focus, and improved memory and cognition. Plus, Kinetic Renew improves mood with the added benefits of anti-stress and anti-anxiety. Here's what people are saying. I drink a bottle of Kinetic Renew, and I'm in a better mood. It's like waking up on the right side of the bed. (laughs) It's great. My mental focus is clearly better. I do notice that I have better clarity definitely improves my mood for sure. It reduces my stress. Visit KineticLife.com today. Log on now and use promo code POD1 for 30% off. That's 30% off your order when you use promo code POD1. KineticLife.com. K-I-N-E-T-I-Q-Life.com. Do it now. You're going to love Kinetic Renew. So last week we uh, spoke about the city of the future with street lamps and how they were the backbone. Hold on, hold on. Before we go on with the show Mike prepared for, the next segment was planned on a need-to-know basis above Mike's security clearance. But good news, Mike. You can hear all about it now. In fact, you are the first contestant. Oh, fantastic. Answer as quickly as you can. Time counts. Okay. What is enforcement discretion? Enforcement discretion? Wrong! (laughs) It's when the FDA hasn't approved the substance, but if the patient can supply the right stuff, a doctor can oversee the application and the FDA will look the other way. Next question. What's the deal with fecal transplants? Please shed some light on the subject. You have 10 seconds. They're good for you. You Stick someone else's healthier poop into your colon could help make you smarter. That sounds like a bunch of bull. So it's actually close. (laughs) Unfortunately, the judges were looking for a fecal transplant is exactly what you'd expect it to be. 
delivered in capsules or animals. Sorry, Mike, you're over for two. But you can make a big comeback with your final question with triple points value. What country has just become the first to actually give official approval to a form of fecal transplant therapy? Uh, show me Norway. The correct and utterly obvious answer is... Drum roll. A land down under, yes? Australia? A hand down under in the land down under. No one will ever listen to these lyrics the same way again. I said to the man, are you trying to tempt me? Because I come from the land of plenty. Ooh, do you come from a land down under? Where women glow and men plunder. Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run. You better take cover. Now you'll know. If I can be serious for a moment. Australia's... TGA, Therapeutic Goods Administration, I guess that's their version of the FDA, has granted approval to a fecal transplant therapy, Biobanks, Biomictra, to treat infections from an unpronounceable bacteria, but it's commonly referred to as C. diff, which leads to severe diarrhea mm -hmm. that can get so severe it can occasionally kill you. Yeah, it's a problem in hospitals. So, just for that situation that they've approved that. Yes, so, basically when you have to choose between dying from what's shooting out of yours or having someone shove some more up, Biobank cultivated what they call super donors. Young and healthy people who regularly attend the company's facility to deliver fecal samples in custom-designed toilets. Wait, 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 so now, we've been searching <laughs> to find what these custom-designed toilets are. Um, the best we can tell is they're kind of the reverse of pay toilets. <laughs> so, is this like a, a sperm bank where they take all your criteria, uh -huh. but for poop? <laughs> so, they're paying someone for their poop. Yep. And... Uh, it also puts a new meaning into the old saying that you want to take a fill in the blank. The uh, huh. the, What's the, the pay rate? Is there different grades of good poop? That could be a question. Can I make a living going down there once a day <laughs> and using the restroom to do a number two? You know, I think that we're going to have to have like career day in school. <laughs> you can make money. Did you put the, that on your resume? What have you been I doing do, for the last five years? The, now, the way they describe it, the outcome winds up in syringes, frozen, and sent to clinics to be delivered by colonoscopy or enema. Hmm. And then the next day you answer, how was your delivery questionnaire? Uh, <laughs> if you took it as a pill or a capsule, it would have to pass through your upper gastrointestinal tract to get where it wants to live, and that would probably kill it. No, no this is a suppository. So, it's it's right. going in the back door. Yes, you know, and we definitely advise against uh, taking it as a chewable gummy. Okay. Now, I believe we've already had an episode where we talked about the problem with probiotics is a good life culture does get digested. So that's why, you know, prebiotics to help what's in there is better because mm -hmm. that gets through. Uh, now, 
Biome Bank is actually looking beyond having human donors supplying poo samples, and they're building a collection of bacterial strains in the hope of creating cultured and standardized their own super poop microbiome transplants. So, basically, let's build it. Uh, I think there's a, a recent study from a team at Stanford University. Uh, they demonstrated the first successful fecal transplant in mice. Mice always get stuff first. They're they're like first adopters. And, uh, <laughs> what? But they used a microbiome built from 104 different bacterial species chosen to resemble an optimal, healthy gut bacteria population. How do you determine what's the best poop? I guess if you determine that, you could replicate it. And I, that could be a whole discussion in itself because. You know, sometimes when you add bacteria, it's kind of like when you build a neighborhood. You can't just put all the types of people and things and service that'll be there. You have to go in a certain order. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it won't work. So, That's uh, the right ratio. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it could be at the beginning while it's building, you need more of one thing. But later on, you need more of another. And that uh, the ideal ratios are subject to change. I mean, let's just take a step back. So you're telling me in Australia there's currently professional poopers? Yes. Interesting. Hey, don't poo-poo it. It's a real thing. (laughs) World's going in a weird direction. Fecal transplants have been shown, let's say, that you take uh, the uh, biome from an old mouse and put it in a young mouse, and the young mouse has memory problems, but they're also finding that if you take the biome from a young mouse and put it into an old mouse, it can improve mental and other abilities, including the retina, which really is part of the brain, so Mm. it should make sense. Uh, Certain age-related conditions that can even blind you can be helped by this, or slowed down at least. So should we be donating our poop to our grandparents? Uh, a that's I guess why they say it's better to give than to receive. <laughs> but the next time, like you know, you open the door and somebody left flaming poo on you, they were actually trying to help. <laughs> um, sure. I mean, look, you could take that either way you want um, with the flaming poop. But uh, the fact that you know, age-related cognitive decline can be diminished, reduced uh, by using a fecal transplant from a younger mouse. You're beginning to slow down right now. Do you think maybe we need <laughs> a little uh, enema? No, I'm good. I'm good. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, I'm feeling pretty awake and focused. I uh, think just the threat of it would make me energetic <laughs> and 40 years younger. Uh, so Australia is the... The, the lead group, lead country in this, uh, the beginning of, I guess, the poop revolution? Yeah, and and they're the first to approve, because you also got to remember, if it just, they, the FDA can't approve randomly because everybody, you know, a lot of poop is no good, and they haven't to standardize this as good. I mean, sometimes you could get a transplant and it's a complete sham, or what we call shampoo. <laughs> So, I mean, I would imagine we'll let uh, Australia get the kinks out before we bring such things over here, but um, we all heard about the importance of gut health and there's plenty of products like kombucha and probiotics and prebiotics and now postbiotics. 
So, uh, you know, that might put a damage on, on, on that industry because we're just going straight to the good stuff is, uh, you know, the standard fecal transplant and get everything you need. The, uh, well, I guess it's a real poop show. Hmm. The, uh, and remember the old George Carlin bit. Uh, I'll use the word poop. He didn't. Uh, no, this is poop. I'm smoking my own poop. This is good poop, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe have we taken uh, our uh, high-level intellectual podcast to a different level this time? But Mark, it's science. And I think this is a good example that science can be interesting and fun and uh, could be third-grade humor. You know, just because it's smart doesn't mean it's sophisticated. <laughs> By the way, if there's really good poop, will they be trading on the Chicago Exchange and poop futures? <laughs> I'm not sure how you trade a poop, the, the poop, poop future. Hmm. Professional I poop league. I bought 11 gallons of poop, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> waiting for it to go through the roof. Success is no accident. Pele. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Winston Churchill. He who is not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. Muhammad Ali. Don't count the days. Make the days count. Don't worry so much about how long you've been doing it. Make today count. Focus on what you can do right now. Author unknown. Don't wait for opportunity. Create it. George Bernard Shaw. You know what else is dropping, Mark? What? Global sperm counts. Is there a fecal transplant to cure that? That's a great question. Uh, I think that involves another study, but we haven't gotten there yet. But according to a 2017 meta-study that was recently been updated, there's been a reported 50% decline in average male sperm count since 1970s and it's been dropping every year. Is the future of the human race at risk? Well, by the way, did they ever check if this 1970s, which was very big for shagging, maybe that uh, the sperm count had hit a high then and it's just normalizing? Do we know? Oh, we don't know. I think in the 70s, there was probably lots of weed going on too. That lowest sperm count. uh Uh-oh. So maybe worse than we think. Mmm, very true. So, what is causing this? That's a great question. Now, to be honest, I don't think they're 100% sure. Based off the study, they've been noticing that there's a decrease in sperm count over the years. Uh, They believe it's a lot of environmental factors. And we should tell people that Uh, It has lowered, but it is still substantially above the levels that would uh, be an extinction-level event for the human race. So uh, it's not quite there yet, but if the trend continues, uh, this could be troubling. Yeah, and they mentioned conflicting studies. Some people are thinking that it hasn't actually dropped as much. Um, but I do know lack of exercise, uh, poor diet, uh, overconsumption of fast food, environmental exposure, pollution. These are all factors that re- lead to a reduced sperm count. And actually, um, 
it's crazy way to say, but the o- obesity epidemic uh, would go hand in hand. The more visceral fat on you uh, leads to higher estrogen levels and also leads to a decrease in sperm count. But you also now using a mechanism and taking it up to a different scale, a lot of times when you're using a medicine to aid something that's not working well, and it doesn't cure, it just makes you more and more dependent on that medicine. Now, that happens to the individual. Could it be that people who, you know, at a certain low enough sperm count, you can't reproduce, which means if it's genetic, not that, again, if you had radi- if you were exposed to radiation and that lowered your sperm count, uh, that's a whole different thing. But let's say it was just genetic uh, where you were, someone had a very low sperm count. If it gets below a certain point, they don't reproduce or they reproduce, people like that reproduce way less and it's a trait that will naturally uh, evolve out. But if you use medical technology to help people you know, infertility clinics, mm. then maybe you're also increasing the uh, the spread of the genes that uh, are Lead not to low sperm counts, so that you become the more the more dependent you get on Defying artificial evolution. ways yep. as a as the entire human race, the more dependent you become on it. Mm, so you're going against evolution, is what you're saying. Yeah, if you're fighting it, but and that's fine right up until there is a civilization challenging catastrophe such as war or nuclear war or a meteor strike and and this goes with a lot of conditions where people become more and more medically dependent and you're realizing just like a person gets dependent on too many medicines and too many things and without them can't exist, can you get an entire species to be too dependent? Mm, that's scary realization. Mm. Well, also, this has gotten off the funny tone we usually like to keep. Well, it's also possible that uh, they didn't mention anything about the quality of sperm. So, you know, what if you're going over the quality of a quantity, it's possible that, you know, the reduction in sperm count has led to, you know, super sperm. Maybe they're stronger, faster. Better, mm. they're going to find that egg better than any other sperm beforehand. The and we already know that humans have that tendency to begin with because if you go just by sperm count, God, where did I read this like six years ago? Uh, a really great human sperm count. If they were testing, let's say, a bull for uh, like a, a farmer wants to buy a bull to breed with his stock. Mm-hmm. If a bull ever measured what a really good human measured, they'd shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cause, um, interesting way of looking at it. So, I mean, look, like as we evolved to use less, you know, we we're getting rid of our wisdom teeth. Technically, we're evolving uh, to not have them because and we don't I don't know what anymore. I did with my tail. <laughs> the tail, what else? Uh, we have a couple of different uh, vestigial organs. In us, so maybe it's not being a vestigial, but in the sense of, of lowering the the amount. You know, why have the body put more effort to make more sperm uh, if it's not necessary? If, if less could get the job done. 
Okay, well, there's one thing. The flip side is some of the vestigial things you talked about, it's the opposite. If you don't use it, you lose it. Uh, That's true. Which, uh, that's why for people who are in a daze and it becomes too difficult to keep thinking and using your poor overused brain so you stop using it, that's why we're sponsored by Renew, the drink you take so you can keep on keeping on with your brain. It should be your best friend. Yeah, Mark is right. Uh, the brain and bones, especially as you get older, if you don't use them, you lose them. So you're telling me if I don't use my sperm, I lose my sperm? Well, if you're going to start losing it, you should really keep track of where they go. Great things never come from comfort zones, author unknown. The real risk is doing nothing, Dennis Waitley. Success is walking from failure to failure, Winston Churchill. Action is the foundational key to success, Pablo Picasso. In the end, we only regret the chances we did not take, Lewis Carroll. You know, Mark, when I go see those superhero movies, a big fan of, of the MCU, uh, I also prefer Super Popcorn. Is your Super Popcorn fortified? Of course. It's also one giant kernel the size of a soccer ball. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. The uh, But is, is fortified Super Popcorn really a thing, or are you just pulling our leg? No, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Uh, and they call it super popcorn, but essentially it's, it's fortified to be high in the amino acid lysine. But this lysine is one of, I believe, eight essential amino acids that you need to take in your diet. Your body cannot produce on its own. That's, uh, and I believe that they started this, they were trying to, a lot of people around the world, uh, Corn is a very important uh, nutrient, and they were fortifying corn to be eaten, which was non-poppable corn. And then they found, well, when they fortified it this way, it caused other problems, and they had to do this and this. And eventually, they started fortifying kernels that could be popped, so that you had popcorn with nutritional value. If I remember correctly, they also said one of the things in it was tryptophan, which, on the one hand, is a usable nutrient. On the other hand, it's what's in Turkey that makes people sleepy afterwards. Uh, I believe it is tryptophan, but I don't believe tryptophan is an essential amino acid. I know lysine. No, it's something, though. Yeah. It's in there for a reason. I don't know what it is. I just know that uh, if they fall asleep at the movie, blame the popcorn now. Yeah, so lysine... Um, you're right. Is is important for um, a lot of different biological pathways, uh, as well as enzyme development, uh, and really important for connective tissue. So, as you mentioned, you know uh, this four or five popcorn kind of falls in line with uh, golden rice. Golden rice is rice that's been uh, modified to be fortified with vitamin A, and since its development, uh, the amount of people uh, blindness. 
throughout the world has diminished dramatically because a lot of people in uh, underdeveloped under undeveloped countries that uh, not being able to get uh, vitamin A as a child has led to blindness. Also, vitamin A is the fuel of night vision. Literally, it's the chemical used. And a lot of times if someone has a deficiency, they'll be night, night blind, where when the lights get dim enough and other people adapt, they are completely in the dark. Uh, so sometimes if you give, but the thing is, this isn't damage. It's simply out of gas. And someone could be night blind for years and you get them a good dose of vitamin A, like uh, liver, and suddenly you fuel the tank and they can see. The problem is if somebody in the United States of America comes in night blind, there are people here who eat and eat and eat and don't get enough vitamin D or C or B, but vitamin A is in everything here. <laughs> so you almost never find a vitamin A deficiency and that instant magic cure. But there are parts of the world where it's quite different. <laughs> yeah, so this, I mean, this uh, fortified, modified corn um I would say, as mentioned, falls in line with golden rice to be a potential, you know, huge um, uh, game changer when it comes to, you know, lack of nutrition in developing world, you know. So you got to think that why did they bring up this article suddenly now talk about popcorn unless it was, I don't know, scientific clickbait? Hey, nothing wrong with scientific clickbait. Yeah. And for all we know, I mean, I... I I mean, it's nice if you're saying your kids go to the movie and the popcorn they eat has some nutritional value. But I think the science article, you know, could have started from the original corn, but popcorn made better title. Oh, of course. And look, I, I can't say for sure, but I would imagine lysine and a great uh, essential amino acid, uh, you know, is also usable by your gut bacteria. You know, and having a healthy gut biome leads to better brain health, amongst many other things. So you don't have to get that fecal transplant. And maybe your sperm count isn't as low because you're a healthier individual. Or maybe if you want to be a super donor to the fecal transplant bank, and the question is, you go, yes, I eat lots of fortified popcorn. <laughs> I, uh, fortified popcorn? Yeah, the healthier lifestyle? Mm. Boom. Poop donor? Sperm donor, you could make bank doing nothing. Mm. You know, go to go to go to one. You know, drop the kids off at the pool. Then you go down the street and uh, do your thing, and you get two paychecks for the day. Hey, I don't know. I don't know what the going rate is mm. these days. You know, next time you're in Australia, you could find out. Let us know. It's time we take a road trip to the land down under and uh, find out what's going on. Get some Vegemite and uh, check uh -huh. out uh, the the poop clinic. Well, it seems that this podcast has gone to the the pooper real quick. I want to thank everyone again for listening to this exciting uh, episode of the Kinetic Life podcast that has gone amazingly off the rails, but I would say in a, in a fun way. Um, whether it was poop, sperm, or popcorn, or everything in between, we had fun. I hope you did, too. Um, 
Want to thank everyone for, for joining us today. As always, questions, comments, email us at podcast at kineticlife.com. Again, that's podcast at kinetic, K-I-N-E-T-I-Q, life.com. Yeah, I'm your host, Mike Shalavudis, and I have my compatriot with Dr. Mark Hertzberg. We we're happy to have you today. Don't forget to like, follow, share, subscribe. Please write a review. That always helps us. Positively write a good review. Remember to drink Kinetic Renew for that smooth focus. Until next time, bye-bye. Take care, everyone. We're sponsored by Kinetic Renew. Kinetic Renew is the four-round shot of all-natural ingredients that deliver some amazing benefits like improved mental clarity, long and short-term focus, and improved memory and cognition. Plus, Kinetic Renew improves mood with the added benefits of anti-stress and anti-anxiety. Kinetic Renew provides antioxidants and neuroprotection. And all this with no caffeine, no artificial flavors, sweeteners, or colors, and it's only five calories. Kinetic Renew is what you drink to arrive focused and alert, and you won't get that caffeine or sugar crash. Visit KineticLife.com today. That's K-I-N-E-T-I-Q-Life.com. And try it. Use promo code POD1 for a special 30% discount. That's P-O-D and the number one, POD1, for a limited time 30% discount. KineticLife.com. K-I-N-E-T-I-Q-Life.com. Do it now. Give it a try. You're going to love it. The 30% off is for a limited time, so log on now for the savings. Thank you for listening to the Kinetic Life Podcast. Catch a new show every other Thursday. You'll find us everywhere you can listen to a podcast. And remember, be safe, have fun, and go for your dreams. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. All comments, jokes, views, and ideas expressed are those of the hosts or guests and do not represent any company or organizations with whom they may be affiliated. Always make sure to consult your own physician before starting any new diet, supplement, or exercise routine. Oh, and there's one more thing. If you're working on something that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. Steve Jobs.